Welcome to Tuber Talk, Canada's potato podcast. Tuber Talk is produced by Potatoes in Canada magazine. You've tuned in to hear about the people and the ideas making a difference in the Canadian potato industry. FMC has your back with six trusted tools to protect your potato crop. From emergence right through desiccation at maturation. FMC products help you on your way to higher yield and superior quality. The FMC Potato Products Portfolio. Lots of options, one destination. Hello, my name is Derek Cluche and I'm the editor with Potatoes in Canada. And today we're joined by Vikram Bisht with Manitoba Agriculture. He is a potato and agriculture crops pathologist. And he's going to tell us today about some of the common pests potato growers should be on the lookout for this season, and especially what can be done to minimize the impact of aphids. Welcome to the podcast, Vikram. All right. Thank you, Derek. Uh, My job title is Potato and Horticulture Crops Pathologist. I work with the Department of Agriculture in Manitoba. I have been here since 2010. I have a fair amount of experience in seed potato production in China and in Maine, USA, where we produced mini tubers and early generation seed potatoes. So with that background, it is important because it involves the monitoring of aphids and keeping the virus levels in our potato Uh, seed potato crops very low. So that is uh, basically what I do and uh, what my job title is. Perfect. Thanks a lot for that, Vikram. What are some of the pests that you're seeing as being an issue to potato growers this coming year? And how, if at all, will they differ between PEI, Ontario, Manitoba, and Alberta? Okay. By pests, I suspect you mean insect pests. Correct. Yes. In Manitoba, our agroclimate is uh, different compared to other regions like the Atlantic and maybe Alberta. And so we have uh, different issues. We have Colorado potato beetles in uh, large populations. One of our main concerns is the insecticide resistance in the Colorado potato beetles, which is uh, fortunately localized in a very small area, but it is still an important area. The insecticide resistance for the Colorado potato beetles in other regions is quite uh, varied. And I think uh, I cannot give you all the information of other regions in this short interview. Aphids are our other uh, big issue, but this is especially for the seed potato crops. It is not an issue, as I understand, on for the commercial processing crop or table crop production. Not that it doesn't matter, but it is not such a big issue. I'll come to that uh, later. The other pest is European corn borer. Even though it is considered to be a corn borer, mainly a pest there, the insect has migrated and it has a very wide host range. And wherever 
corn is grown or is going to be grown, the European corn borer has become an issue for Manitoba. In 2016 and 2017, we had a very, very high population and the growers had to use insecticide to manage this pest, which is normally not the case. Wireworm damage on potatoes is another issue, but it is much more, uh, you can say, low levels as compared to the Atlantic regions. I uh, see that uh, British Columbia also has uh, some issues in that. I'm not sure Alberta has that uh, problem. These are the main four insects that, uh, you know, we worry about. In the previous few years, there was a potato psyllid concern. This potato psyllid transmits a, a pathogen which causes internal browning in the potatoes. It reduces yield and recovery of good French fries or for other uh, usage in the uh, fresh potato industry. And fortunately, in Manitoba, we did not have that bacterial pathogen in the potato psyllids to transmit that uh, problem. It is a big problem in Washington state and a few other southern states. So uh, fortunately for us, we don't have that as an issue. Specifically to aphids, what is your outlook for this particular pest this year? And what are some of the telltale signs that aphids are present in a potato field? The aphids, what uh, will the populations be in this particular season? It is very hard to tell. Most of the aphids that we have in Manitoba or in other provinces are not overwintering generally because of our cold winters. They come in usually with the winds from the south, from the U.S., uh, central areas of central plains. And, you know, the uh, winds coming from the south are basically the major uh, carriers of uh, some of these small insects. We have had uh, some very high populations, usually seen in August, but they do come earlier and then they multiply here. So last year, for example, the Atlantic region had a resurgence of uh, aphid populations flying in from somewhere south and their numbers were up to 400, 500 per trap that they have set up for these. Compared to that in Manitoba, we have eight to nine trap sites and our total numbers for one week was less than what they got in one week from one site. So our numbers were almost one eighth or one tenth of what it was in the Atlantic region. And this has very important implications. The aphids by themselves don't cause much problem, but it is the virus transmission that becomes a big problem. And why is virus transmission a big problem? Because it can reduce the productivity of from the infected plants and higher the percentage virus levels in a seed crop, the lower the potential production from that. And 
for seed growers, it is also important to, you can say, reduce the populations or manage them because high levels of virus in the seed lot can be a cause of rejection of a seed lot or downgrading, and that can be a significant economic loss. Now, the other question was, what's the outlook? At the moment, it is very difficult to tell. It'll be all dependent on how the winds are and what is in the you know southern states. It's actually very interesting. They don't particularly damage crop themselves, it's the virus, but it seems like with the weather being so hot and dry in the West, it sounds like uh, aphid populations have a lot to do with, with weather patterns. So my next question for you is with hot, dry conditions like we have had in Alberta, and I believe in Manitoba, and I think even Eastern Canada has had a very, very warm spring. What impact do you think those warm weather conditions might have on aphid numbers? Aphids uh, love green tissue. And the greener the tissue for them, they would multiply a lot. But the first populations have to arrive from the south. Okay, so this warm weather basically promotes or encourage the aphids to continue to feed on these green plants. And so I suspect that this year, if the populations come in from the south, we will have higher numbers. Also, it is possible that uh, on the way, we have a good management and those large numbers will not reach us. How do you tell that you have big numbers or small numbers of aphids in your field, the growers can themselves check. We monitor for the aphids through our aphid monitoring uh, network, and we provide information on what's the population dynamics, what are the two important species of uh, uh, aphids that we are getting in here. I think similar aphid monitoring is done in PEI, and in New Brunswick, which are important seed grower areas. I am unsure what uh, Alberta's program is, so I cannot comment about those. So that's how I would answer your question. So do you have any, uh, is there any monitor, sorry, not monitoring, but reporting system that you have in Manitoba that you ask growers to, you know, if they do see high aphid populations in their fields, should they be reporting that to Manitoba agriculture? Yes, that is uh, one of the ways that we communicate with our growers. But at the same time, I have a network of uh, suction traps and pan traps in seed potato fields across our seed producing fields in Manitoba. So from these, we collect uh, the samples uh, on a weekly basis. We count the numbers, we identify what species they are, and then we inform our growers through our email chain. And I can put a plug here. If somebody wishes to get uh, the potato reports from uh, Manitoba, email me and I can include them in the list of uh, mailing list. Perfect. Appreciate that. So with the possibility with these warm temperatures that there might be high aphid numbers this season, what are some of the most important things that growers can be doing right now to help lessen the impact of aphids on their crop? 
That's a very good question. The aphids appear to be attracted to the green that they visualize. And if there is a big contrast between the green and there's a bare soil around the fields, then they will be attracted to those things. Also, if you have a crop reducing the bare soil around the potatoes, they become less attractive. And there's another advantage to having another crop, non-post crop around the potatoes, especially the seed potato fields. Because when the aphids fly in, they would land on the first green thing that they see around the potatoes. They would probe, taste probe these plants. And quite often, they would lose the virus titer or the virus inoculum, which is in their stylets. And when they move into the potatoes, they could be virus-free. So if the potato aphids or the green peach aphids are virus-free when they enter the potato seed crop, then there's less of an issue. But if the seed potato crop itself has about, say, uh, 1% to 3-4% virus levels, these aphids, which are resident aphids, like the green peach and potato aphids, they can really create havoc for the seed potato uh, virus levels. And so that is uh, what I would say to that question. Well, they certainly like the color green, don't they? They land on the first thing, first green thing they see. And they also get attracted to nice and green, luscious uh, plants. Uh, one of the things that the growers can do is not have very high fertility in their crop so that it stays green for a very long time. They need to be having a draw, drawdown of the nitrogen towards the end so that the crops mature. Quite often, when we give the virus population numbers during the season, we see a trend of the virus levels increasing towards the beginning of uh, August. And towards the third week in August, the levels are almost at the peak levels. So we advise our growers to monitor our reports and then apply the aphid oil with or without insecticides on a very regular basis. The main aim is to prevent the virus transmission. The aphid oil or transmission, petroleum oil kind of thing prevents the transmission from the infected stylus of the aphids. And insecticides, sometimes when the numbers are very high, will reduce the population, but the insects can very easily transmit just by a few seconds of uh, probing. So it is very important to do that. So the other thing that uh, the growers can do is basically reduce the fertility uh, in the crop, don't maintain it green for a long time, monitor and uh, judiciously use the aphid oil and or insecticides along with it. It could be on a weekly basis. And one of the important things is to terminate the crop in uh, the third week of August or whenever the population numbers are skyrocketing. The general commercial 
processing crops or things like that will be uh, maintained till the first week in September or mid-September. You cannot do that for a seed crop because the virus levels will be too high for it to be, you can say, approved as a seed uh, for next year. So those are some of the important things that can be done. We do give what kind of aphids are in the populations. If the populations has soybean aphid, grain aphid, or oak cherry aphid, that is not a big concern. They are very poor transmitters of these potato viruses. But if there is a green peach aphid in the population or potato aphid in the population, then the efficiency of virus transmission is very high. And in those cases, we have to start using insecticides along with the aphid oil. And a final question for you, Vikram, before I let you go. Have you, are you seeing any resistance with aphids when it comes to insecticide use? There used to be some highly specific aphid-specific insecticides. The name doesn't come to my mind right away. But the aphids, because of the high fecundity or the population uh, multiplication, have the ability to overcome insecticides. And so it is important that the growers change the uh, insecticide chemistry meant for the aphids so that the resistance does not build up. Yes, there is a possibility that the main aphids will have some resistance. It will also depend on what has been sprayed in the place of origin of these aphids flying in. Because our growers can do some things, but what has happened in the other areas is uh, not depending on our growers. So use of, uh, you can say, rotation of uh, our chemistries is extremely important. Right. Very good point, Vikram. Thank you very much. We really appreciate your insight. Thank you very much. Trust FMC products to protect your potato crop. The FMC Potato Portfolio includes Corrigin Max Insecticide for residual control of European corn borer and effective control of Colorado potato beetle. FMC. Lots of options, one destination. Thank you for listening to Tuber Talk, Canada's potato podcast. Catch up on all of our other episodes wherever you listen to podcasts or online at potatoesincanada.com slash podcasts.